Hey everyone, the last item I want to touch uh, here today under the protection function of the new cybersecurity framework that diminish the impact of any cyber event and also limited the uh, attack surface for your organization is protective technologies. That is very important of that function, if you will. Uh, and remember, just a recap, I touched in a few of them previously, and those were access control, awareness and training, data security, information protection, processes and procedures, and, and, and also lastly was maintenance, that was my last video. So today, just to wrap up that series, would be protective technologies. So what it is and what it does for your organization. So, uh, it uh, so some of the items that you should be consider right now as part of your internal policy and strategy strategies. The first one and most obvious one perhaps is removable media. And, and that your traditional USB and uh, uh, removable hard drives, and you may make a distinction internally between USB drives and external hard drives. However, make sure that that category of categories are addressed in your policies and how you're going to restrict them uh, and, and use and monitor the use of those. Uh, perhaps you cannot do that in certain situations. In other situations, it's completely feasible to make that happen in your organization, but you have to document that in a policy for enforcement. Uh, second, and perhaps the most prevalent is in small businesses, is and perhaps even micro businesses is to have your devices have a single function and what i mean with that it was a very common years past to have a system a server performing dual functions and i'll give you a, a perhaps an extreme example having a server being at your web server and your email at the same time your email server if you will uh, at the same time because the impacting one uh, function will disable both functions. Let's say you have an attack on your on your website that now serves, and all of a sudden, not only you lose your uh, web servers and your web presence, but also you lose the ability to communicate by email because your email server was on the same device. So, once again, it's more prevalent or small and perhaps even micro businesses. This type of of practice than in larger organization or even mid-sized organizations. But nonetheless, very important to bring this awareness and topic up. Lastly, uh, is to implement a mechanism to achieve business resilience. And that is either through hardware or architecture. Um, and to have practice and, and architecture and devices that you can use, for example, uh, implementing a load balancing, and that is an architectural design where you distribute your workload across different systems. If you, one system you know, perhaps goes down, you continue providing service on other systems because that is um, uh, uh, distributed across. And that going down could be because of, a, of an attack or just because a hardware failure and brought the system down. Uh, very uh, useful when you upgrading a system, patching a system, you just basically you know, you, you address the, the, the bug or the functionality in one system, bring it up, it still work, and bring the other down. Um, and this way you maintain resilience, you maintain providing the service to your customer. And last, um, uh, very common also is hot swap of equipment. 
and that is that you can switch hard drives, uh, add memory, roof memory, or even, even power supplies on your systems that perhaps fail, but you can replace that without uh, bringing the system down. Basically, it's still live and going, providing the functions. That could be alone. It also could be the use of, of that same functionality on a load balancing architecture. So these are just a few strategies and a few technologies that you can put in place to make your business more resilient.